Hi, I'm Gary Hobson, and you're listening to Albion Been and Gone, and I certainly have. Cheers. So just a couple of minutes left, Brighton have to hang on with 10 men, and here come Palace now. That's a nice pass into the area, need to get a shot away, there's the drive, oh it's crept in! Sensational 90th minute! Put Palace ahead for the first time in the game, with seconds remaining, surely that's all three points for the visitors. Aha, the marvellous Gary Hobson there. Lovely Gary Hobson. Um, how did you approach him? What was what was the just, angle? Just slide, slid into his DMs. On, was it a slide? Yeah, on Instagram, yeah. How quick did he come back? Really quickly. Yeah. Oh, so and, uh, he was up for it. Yeah, I'm very, uh, very polite. I'm learning that just kind of 90s footballers are nicer. Oh, on okay. The, on the whole. Yeah? Yeah. Um, so forgive me, Gary Hobson's not a... a a, a fixture, I know. Whereabouts no. do you place him in? What we've learnt so far. Um, he's okay. He played. I, I think he has the distinction of playing in three home grounds. I think he did Goldstone and last until the first with Dean season. So Goldstone, Gillingham, and with Dean. Okay. Um, yeah, he's a pretty decent centre half. Division three centre half. Cool. Yeah. And what's he doing now? Don't know. Maybe, maybe do us another memo for next yeah. week, Gary. Tell us what you're up what to. What you're up to, yeah. And that, that's great. I also noticed, and I don't know if you saw it too, but um, Georgia Callahan has been reacting to our stories on Instagram. Yes. Oh. Pretty much all with the fire emoji <laughs> on every single one of them. I think he... He lives his life by the fire emoji ethos, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. And it was mostly, uh, I noticed it because I put up a picture of Nicky Forster. Oh, yeah. In red ink it. Oh, yeah, okay. Did you see that? No, I didn't. Oh, I, actually, I think I saw the original post from Nicky, so. Yeah, yeah and was it on, was, yeah. was that on his story or no, it was an actual post, wasn't yeah. it? I noticed that he'd sort of watermarked the picture with his own name. Has he? Yeah, in aerial font. <laughs> So it was it was a Reading team walking out of a tunnel, yeah. and then he just put an aerial Nicky Forster, quite um, opaque across the top. Wow, I yeah stand by my comment of how many, however many weeks ago that I think he's a bit of a weird bloke. <laughs> oh, Nicky, if you're listening, <laughs> feel free to come on the show. Yeah, I would have him. He he uh, he's he seems like a really intelligent, um, but quite intense man. Oh, from right, yeah. from previous podcasts I've listened to him with me on. He's a yeah, a big thinker. Right. Okay. Yeah. So we we've pretty much finished the current championship season, and it mm. and it turns out the Reading won't be meeting Brighton no for the next year because Brighton are now safe. Now, yeah. So, yeah. uh, I think we have for a few weeks, but yeah. Yes. Yes. Officially safe. This now. um, this season has been a bit of a. Sort of petered out a little bit, hasn't it? <laughs> a little bit, and I think um, I think it's largely in terms of the whole Premier League. I mean, the bottom three have been awful. I mean, I think it's possibly none of them hit thirty points, which is pretty grim. Um, <laughs> yeah. Obviously, the titles the titles sewn up last night, was it? Yeah, not last night. Yes, um, last night at uh, time of recording. Yep. Yeah. Um, it's the top four. I think there's maybe like one spot off the ground. Yeah, well, really we were enough. talking the other day at the park 
about um, how Sky Sports and the like are going to promote the final day mm. in like the fourth spot being the only thing to yeah. fight for. And I'm going to go for them calling it the Battle of Champions. Okay. <laughs> it's going yeah. to be something along those lines. I can see that. Yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's sad when all you've got to look forward to is who's going to finish fourth. Yeah. I I maintain that, that like, that's not an achievement. Tell that to Arsene Wenger. <laughs> I mean, if it's like... I'd say, for example, Leicester finishing in the top four is a big achievement, and I think they probably will. Um, if West Ham take that four spot as well, that is a big achievement. But it, like, it'd be lovely to have some claret and boo in the Champions League, yeah, wouldn't it? Yeah. But if they do finish fourth, you know full well that Chelsea are going to win the Champions League final and, then, and uh, knock so them out. What happens then? It's like we hope, cause, uh, to, I think, and um, you know, I could be wrong, but it. I think it's going to be like the time Chelsea last won the champion. Well, the only mm. time Chelsea won the Champions League, and if I recall, I think Everton finished fourth. Okay. Again, I could be wrong, and by they they knocked um, Everton out of that spot. Wow. Okay. Uh, I think. I mean, personally, I think winning the Champions League is better than finishing fourth in your league. So I think that. Well, yeah, I I would imagine yeah. that most people would yeah. agree with you. Um, but what is better, Leicester winning the FA Cup or finishing the top four? FA Cup. Would you say that yeah. straight away? And I think most Leicester fans probably feel the same. Yeah, because I mean, when I I can't think if Leicester ever have won the FA Cup. No, no they no. haven't, and okay. that is one of the uh, that's the the angle that the BBC have been uh, selling it on. Okay, uh, when they won uh, the semi. No. When they won the quarterfinal against Man United, it was the first time they'd reached a semi-final, I think. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh. Again, feel free to correct me any, on that. Any Leicester fans? Um, I'm pretty sure I remember that. I was I was in the bath, watching it in the bath. You seem to be in the bath quite a lot. Well, sort of a couple of times a week. Okay. Bath or shower? I, I mean, think... how often do you shower? Once a day? Yeah, but I mean, I, I feel like you're... you're uh, uh, I a lot of my anecdotes Yeah, come. bath related. I I feel that as I get older and uh, in parenthood, looking forward to a bath, oh, I, yeah, I, yeah, I genuinely yeah. plan it in. Yeah. So I know I'm going to have one on Thursday night. Fair enough. I'm looking forward to it. I, I really like a bath. Yeah, that, yeah. I never used to. Mm. But um, do you go really hot? Yeah. Like, as, like scoldering, you can't get in at first. Yeah, and then yeah, you have to kind of ease yourself in. Yeah. Um, yeah, our, our bath isn't that big, and obviously I'm quite tall, so it is a bit of a yeah. And, and currently I've got a knee injury, so I can't keep my leg like bent for that long. Right. So it's actually quite discomfort. Okay. <laughs> well, our bath is actually quite big, and I can't remember whether I told you my bath anecdote last week about my toe. Did I tell you that? <laughs> okay. I can't believe I left this off. So it was too much. Uh, shenanigans about the neighbour coming round. I'll, I'll fill you in yeah, on that as well. Yeah. There's so much drama Joel's, this week. Joel's got an asbo. Yeah, I haven't. Mel's got an asbo. <laughs> um, we'll come back to that. Uh, so last uh, two two Fridays ago, I injured myself in the gym. I, I pulled a shoulder muscle, something yep. in there. And I needed to get in a, bath, like a hot bath and soak it. Um, 
And on entering the bath, I managed to break my toe. Oh wow! Yeah, and and well, I didn't think I didn't think much of it at first. I got in, mm. and it was just really painful. I thought, oh, this will be all right. But um, so injured my shoulder, injured my toe getting into the bath, mm. and then on coming out the bath, I slipped in the bath and fell over. And then I got my bus pass. <laughs> um, yeah, and then the next morning, my toes were toe black. Mm. And that's curled. I had to go see a uh, pharmacist because apparently that's the most you can see at the moment for something like that. Okay, great. Strapping it up to a little um, little piece of wood. Yeah. That's all they can do. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, you, you. so you mentioned the ASMO. So. Yeah, which is very apt for like a nostalgic podcast yeah. I feel like Asbo is a really new labour now did we <laughs> uh, where did we get up to on that story so the neighbour burst in and started uh, shouting at Mel have you talked about that no I didn't know about that no. oh okay did you know about the anonymous letter yes yeah okay so to go back um, a few weeks neighbour was I was in the shower <laughs> um, and then Mel comes rushing up in tears and said, uh, the old man, the old man has just threatened me. And I said, what are you talking about? Mm. And she said, put a towel on. Still... <laughs> <laughs> this is quite partridge, completely billy bollocks. Um, uh, come and look out the window. Tell me who that old man is. And so I did, wrapped up in a towel. I think you should have done that naked, actually. <laughs> it would have been great, <laughs> Really <wouldn't> intimidating. <laughs> um, yeah, from the back of his head, I recognised that it was one of the neighbours two doors mm. down. Um, and, it, and I said, well, what's the problem? She said, well, he's just burst into the garden, started shouting at me mm. and and um, asking if I uh, respected anybody in the world. Wow. Uh, it was all because she'd been sounding for three minutes. It was 10 in the morning. Yeah. And so that, I went round to see him. Yeah. Man to man. I don't know if we're supposed to do things like man to man anymore, but I knew he'd respect that kind of thing. Um, he. Do you have clothes on at this point? <laughs> I did pop some clothes on. Yeah, I did. Um, and he said that he wouldn't apologise because unless she learns her lesson, he'll do it again. Hmm. And I said, well, you know, this is her job, so she's going to be doing it again five days a week. Yeah. Um, and it basically followed with an asbo for her. Great. Yeah. Uh, I, I, they, I don't think. They really mean that much. No, they don't. Um, We spoke to the environmental health Mm. team and they said, oh, it's just a paperwork thing these days. And uh, to carry on working (laughs) and that's fine. Yeah. So we actually have booked a builder in the garden and he's currently (laughs) uh, (laughs) grinding and cutting slabs. Uh, We all sausage bicep. We are all going up. Win the cup, you suss it, spy the sea. So you've had uh, a bit of a morning, haven't you? Yeah. So we had a burst pipe last night. Oh, it was last night. Yeah. Um, and I I don't know anything about... I don't even know where uh, my stop clock is. I've got not a clue. Okay. So I was like, I need to turn the water off here. I don't really know how, because it's literally like, it was like there's a waterfall in our in our kitchen. I'm assuming you phoned your father-in-law. Um, I 
my my wife spoke to her mum because her mum's like a um she's like a property manager so she would know oh um but I went around my neighbours and he was like turn off in the street they like you, know, you get a little oh thing yeah in the street. yeah so he's like I'll do it there and that'll turn the water off did you how did you feel about popping around your neighbour's house to say I can't turn the water off in my house <laughs> it's a bit embarrassing but I mean they. I think it's one of those things where, like, um, I do fall into a lot of millennial stereotypes. Right. So, and they, like, are a bit older than me, so I think they probably just expect that I know nothing. Yeah. I know a lot about avocados, but not much about plumbing. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I noticed that um, that kind of thing with, with actually, well, soon to be my in-laws, in that my father-in-law-to-be... Will be like, oh, you're gonna put some uh, some normal jeans on today, <laughs> <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah, or yeah. Um, he'll just start talking really quickly about pipe work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, just yeah, 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 great, that's fine. Uh, he, <laughs> I'll and, just Google it. Yeah. Also, doesn't understand why there isn't just four beers. <laughs> <laughs> so for his birthday, bought him. Uh, I've done him a few sort of like boxes yeah. of craft bales, craft yeah. beer. Not not into all that. Well, he's into it, but he said, you know, I do do ask myself like, what's wrong with a bit of Heineken? Mm. That kind of guy. Yeah, I remember. Um, so on my on my stag tour, I went to Brussels, and I have a place called Delirium Cafe, like from the beer Delirium. Mm-hmm. And they have like something like a thousand different types of beer in there. And I was saying that to my dad and he's, he's like, what's the point in that? <laughs> and they got a point to, yeah. a, to an extent. And they you're not going to be able to try all a thousand, are you? No. However, I do know a man who last year tried 500 different beers as a challenge. Okay. He's from church. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he... He shows me, actually, when I see him, he'll be like, oh, this is what I've got on my list. He has an app called Untapped. Oh, you've I've heard, heard of, you've that. Heard of yeah. that. So today we're going to be talking, well, we're, we're kind of stepping away from f- football as a sport, yeah. so to speak, aren't we? Yeah. We're, we're entering the world of fashion. Yeah, they're very much so. And yeah, I felt like most of our episodes lately have been kind of uh, following like a particular season or something like that. Mm. And I just felt do something a bit different. Look at actually what I think is one of the most important aspects of football is the kits. Yes. What was your first? My first ever kit. Um, I think I got the um, Euro 96 England goalies shirt. Yellow. Yeah. Blue. Co- and... Every colour, every single colour. It's <laughs> fantastic, that <laughs> yeah. kit. Yeah, and I had like, because I, I, I kind of fancied myself as a bit of a goalie. Okay. Then, so I kind of thought, well, I'll get the goalie's kit. What I really liked about that kit, um, because it's England, I've got a fairly good knowledge mm-hmm. of it, or memory anyway. Uh, the the shirt numbers have had mounting on them. Oh, right. So do you remember what mount, like from yeah. primary school, mounted paper? Yeah. So the, the shirt numbers had like, I think it was dark navy blue. Yeah. And it was mounted I on a sky that. blue. Yeah, I do it. remember that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I re- that was a good kit. 
Yeah, and it's very, very of that era where they just they're just throwing any colour at goalies kits. They <laughs> 90s goalies kits are mantle. They are. Did yeah. it have padding? Yeah. Some had, of them had padding yeah, on the did. sleeves, didn't they? Yeah, on the elbow pads, yeah, it did. Built in elbow pads. Do you remember what the second was there a different colour? The second goalies kit was mm. like more more red and it was I'd say more mental. Was terms. it yeah. more mental? Because he would have worn that in the game against Germany, wouldn't he? Yeah, I'll get it up for you. So, um, confusingly, I also um, had the Scotland Euro 96 shirt at the same time, uh, well, which had like a kind of tartan effect. So I, I'm yes. being half the, Scottish. Hang on, the was that not the away kit? No, it's home kit. Oh, was it? Yeah. I have a feeling that the away kit was full tartan. Um, or was it white? Um, I think it was white. Um, yeah, well, in the home kit, it's definitely it's all very dark blue, and, it, and it, within the dark blue was a kind of tartan effect. Oh, please show me that as well. Oh no, the the away kit. There was one. Look, it's a tartan. Oh, that's the the home kit. The yeah, blue that's tartan the one I had. kit. Yeah, yeah. And then the away one had like a lightning bolt. Yes. <laughs> so that's the that's the England. Away, away. Yeah. yes, I do remember so, that. So, what colour would you say that is? <laughs> I would say... Because <laughs> it's all it's, the colours, really. Um, it? It's 90s Christmas fairy lights. Yeah. Red, um, mainly yellow, red. green, yeah, tiny lime, bit of purple. It's, got light, it's lime green. And then it's got England written... Massively. Like, vertically yeah. up it, kind of three times. Perhaps that was, like, as a threat, should... I don't know. Um... Klinsman be trying a mm. sideways di- diving header mm-hmm. and oh it's England and yeah. then puts it wide <laughs> maybe maybe um oh, so that was your first one I remember my, my first kit was a the infamous Man United grey shirt oh right okay yeah um, Cam- camouflage camouflage yeah. and it was purely because it was 15 pounds in the catalogue okay. um and myself and my cousin Josh, mm-hmm. uh, friend of the show, Josh, yeah. actually, um, we both ordered the kit at the same time. And we, off the back of that, created our own football team. Yeah. That we called Aaron United. Yeah. And you paid for players with uh, rubber That's right. shavings. Yes. Yeah. So uh, we, yeah. we all played in the grey Man United kit <laughs> okay. for a bit. So the other players also bought the shirt. Yeah. Um, until... One day, his neighbour popped around with a carrier bag full of uh, red shirts that had the name of an old little Hampton pub called the Gratwick Arms on it. Okay. <laughs> so we started playing with yeah. a pub shirt for adults. Yeah. And we're all year six. <laughs> um, Red silky they were. Yeah. It was like... But it was kind of um, like how old men cut their grass with stripes. So red, then yes. slightly darker yeah. red, and yeah. yeah, I know exactly what you mean. My so the, we've got a very lovely woman who lives opposite us called Jean, um, and she is very meticulous with her lawn. It's like <laughs> I think she, so she, I think she, she's in like a kind of housing association house. So they come round and do her lawn, but then she'll do it after them as well 
Yeah. I think I think it pretty much gets mowed like probably three or four times a week. Well, again, this is like my stepfather-in-law to be. Mm-hmm. He'll always say, uh, oh, come on, boy, you can do better stripes than that. <laughs> and I kind of think like, well, I could, but this is, I'm doing this on top of a full-time mm. job mm. and a a young child. Yeah. Looking after your stepdaughter. <laughs> it's, I feel like that kind of stuff, like the priorities, somehow in one generation, priorities have just completely yeah. changed, haven't they? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, kits. Kits. So, yeah, we, we played in this Gratwick Arms pub kit for mm-hmm. years and years. Um, and actually, I have a, uh, an association with... I loved I loved the kits a lot. My yeah. my my sister Anna, uh, she wanted to be involved in this this team. Yeah, and um, being the uh, the liberal man that I was when yeah. I was in year six, I said no, it's boys only. Yeah, I mean that is also like FA laws, so you can't do much about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, well that's okay. Yeah, you know, um, and so but I did say, however. We can make the first ever girls team. Okay. I mean, the internet, I wasn't on it. It wasn't as... Oh, you mean like the first ever girls team in the world? Yeah. Okay. I was adamant that, you know, that we could make that team. Mm. Um, Had Ben did not Beckham been out at that point? No, we're talking 1995, Mm, 6, something like that. Yeah. Watched Ben did not Beckham the other day. Any good? I fell asleep after about 10 minutes. Yeah. My only thing with um, any football in a film, and I think it must be like, I feel like people who, live, who work in Hollywood must think that overhead kicks happen a lot more than they actually do in real life. Because <laughs> in every football film or anything like that, there's so many overhead kicks. Yeah. Like a, a, like a really above average amount of overhead kicks. I, <laughs> my Facebook memory yesterday, one of them came up and, and 12 years ago, I apparently wrote, uh, I can't believe what an emotional film goal two is. <laughs> <laughs> and then it followed up with, I hope that God blesses me with a Geordie wife. Okay. <laughs> is, uh, who was the actress who played? I have no idea. She's quite like a well-known actress. His uh, Geordie wife. I think it was Anna Friel. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Anyway. So, uh, my sister Anna. That's a, it's and a crap I, film. It's good. Mm. Oh, I feel, I feel the character. <laughs> um, Anna and I created a team called the Soleros. Yeah. And she was, or is, Ginger. Mm-hmm. And so I, well, we designed a kit that would help camouflage her. She wanted to be the goalkeeper. Yeah. And um, so we made the kit fully orange uh, with the idea that it would confuse yeah. opposition as yeah. to where in the goal she might be, but she would be able to... Yeah, I mean, the kit, the the, the pitch isn't orange, is it? No, but tell that to <laughs> a 10-year-old. Yeah. I'll never, ever forget his words when he scored that goal. He said, it's me. It's me, as he ran off. <laughs> and I thought that was quite funny because he'd been going on all week about how he was going to save the club and things like this and he was going to save us from relegation and, and I'm glad he did. So, 
Brighton. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about Brighton. Blue and white. Yeah. All through the ages. Yeah. Just give us the the real background right from the beginning. <laughs> right from the beginning. Well, yeah, your notes they your do notes start started at, very, very historian like. Yeah, they do literally start a year one, don't they? Yeah. So it's been, always been kind of a blue and white. It started off as kind of like a solid blue. And then uh, they adopted the, the stripes. The year later. Yeah. Um, so we're talking early 1900s, really. And and there's not much, obviously not much uh, pictorial evidence of that. But No, but, but the, the picture is, is like an artist's impression. Yeah, yeah. And it includes what you might call... Like Long John yeah. type shorts. Yeah, really, really baggy. You describe them as bloomers. Yeah. Um, and then it's kind of like that until I think some point in 1940s, they kind of go for a uh, like blue with white sleeves. Yeah, 1948. Okay, cool. So just after the war. Must yeah. have been shortage on stripes. Yeah. <laughs> National stripe shortage. Um, and then I think back to blue and white. They briefly dabble with uh, all white. Yeah, that was in 1970. Okay, so fast-forwarding slightly. That I think I bypassed a return. Well, you know, I think it's okay to give it sort of an overview because yeah, in general, yeah. uh, the kits are... They're just T-shirts, really, aren't they? Yeah, at that point. I think until they bring in, like, shirt sponsors, I'm not I sure. I don't really think anybody, other than the 1966 England kit, mm. no one's going back and thinking, I want to buy... The kit from 1904. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, Danny Welbeck's not going to model that for Brighton, no. is he? No, that just came up on my phone. And a pretty good point to, to kind of fast forward to. It's kind of the, uh, I think it must be uh, early 80s. Yeah. Um, so they, we then kind of, uh, with... Adidas as sponsor. Yeah, well, and it must be said that it's the largest Adidas sign, mm, the largest logo They were big ever. then. Yeah, it's like the proper retro. It's a really cool shirt. It's all right, isn't it? So I, I, I like, I like the away kit more than I do the home. Yellow one. The yellow one okay. because the sleeve, uh, not the sleeve, the uh, the collar of the home kit. Mm-hmm. Looks a little bit like a a womanizer in the nineties. Okay, show me the picture you got. Yeah, it's a very big. Yeah, big collar. Yeah, yeah. I could imagine that collar being on a flowery shirt. Mm, yeah. Popping into a jazz bar. Yeah. Um, we've we've actually uh, bypassed the one that was made by Buckter. Which we um, have. which is really nice, and it has the has the kind of seagulls in the in the sleeves. Yeah, yeah, that is a nice kit. No sponsor there. No. So did sponsors come in uh, at yeah. the British Caledonian? Yeah, that's the first time. Sponsor. Yeah. Uh, any idea? Was that when most clubs were starting to get yeah, sponsors? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was around then. We move on. So Adidas remained the mm. the kit provider. Yeah. For a while. They they do some really good ones, but they're all like solid blue pretty much. Aren't yeah, they? well, it's interesting the the nineteen eighty three kit and eighty four kit have 
elements of red yep. in the stripes. Yep. A little bit, like that Scotland kit that you yeah. talked about earlier. Yeah. Um, and that was where, we talked about it before, Phoenix Phoenix Brewery Yeah. came on as sponsor. And that was a Brighton brewery, was it? Yeah, based in Brighton. Are they still there? No, no, no. I don't think, that, yeah, it doesn't exist anymore. And Phoenix Brewery uh, remained the sponsors for quite a while, mm-hmm. other than a brief period for Nobo. Nobo? Nobo? <laughs> I don't actually know. They're a, uh, they're, a, they're a Finnish whiteboard manufacturer. Of course they are. You can still get, if you go to like, if you, um, you do some work in schools, you can probably look at the whiteboards, you find that some of them are actually still, still using Nobo. Well, I tell you what, I will, I will find some to mm. accompany this episode. I'll put them on our stories. Every knob, <laughs> every Nobo, the Nobo Awards. Yeah, um, yeah, they, uh, yeah. I don't know why a whiteboard manufacturer. I, f- I feel like shirt sponsors back then were a bit more innocent, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, in the eighties. Mm. Well, you say innocent. A lot of them alcohol. Oh yeah, well yeah, the beer one. Uh, yeah, the beer ones definitely late eighties, all through the nineties. A lot of teams had beer, didn't they? Particularly, uh, I suppose the ones that come to mind. Carlsberg. Carlsberg. Well, was that Liverpool in the eighties? Mm, no, they had candy 90, back then. Candy. We make. I think they make freezers candy. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, yeah. Liverpool definitely. Carlsberg for quite a lot of the nineties. I feel like a lot of the Scottish clubs have yeah, well, alcohol yeah, yeah, based. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Newcastle. Newcastle Brown Ale. Again, nineties. Yeah. But was that any time pre- uh, previous to the 90s no the, I think they that was their classic Keegan team had, mm, the, had yeah. the Newcastle Brown Ale because um, the the brewery was opposite St James's Park now I know we, we, we've actually skipped a decade here mm. but am I right in remembering that uh, Rangers and Celtic both had McEwen's Lager yeah and I think for quite a long time they had the same sponsors because I genuinely think Companies were worried that fans of the other team would boycott them. That's right. If so, remember they both had NTL for ages. Yes, the the brought the uh, that was early two thousands. Yeah, we are skipping decades yeah, yeah. here. <laughs> has to be exactly the same as it was before. You know, before oh Mickey Adams is back. You know, we're we're going to get promoted again. It doesn't work like that. Um. Okay, let's come back to Brighton. So yeah, innocent. Whiteboards. Yeah. Maybe that's for lower league teams. Yeah. Actually, no, it's still innocent. You know, Man United had sharp mm. 90s. Mm. Um, but, so, no bow. And now, the the <laughs> next couple of kits on mm. my notes are, well, I don't think that you're a big fan. <laughs> um, they're definitely memorable. These are two of my favourite shirts that I've potentially <laughs> ever seen in my life. So they are both away shirts, aren't they? They have to be. Yep. Uh, and it's the how, first time when... How do you describe when, them? Well, Adidas have disappeared off the scene. Mm. Why would Adidas leave? I think probably... Brighton weren't a big enough team? Nah. No. Maybe maybe they were just doing almost every club back then. Mm. Because I I can't think of many other teams... I can't think of many teams that weren't Adidas around then. Yeah, it wasn't Nike weren't big at that point. No, not at all. No. Um, Umbro, probably Umbro, probably did quite a few. And 
I can only think that you'd have team uh, like Italian clubs would have Kappa or Diodora. Mm, yeah. I think it was it was pretty much Umbro Adidas here. Yeah. Uh, but at this period of time, Adidas have pissed off. Yeah. And they've left Brighton in the very safe hands of Ribeiro. Ribeiro. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> I, d- I don't think they uh, exist anymore, wherever they are. Well, I hope they do, because these two shirts are fantastic. The first number I'm going to describe as like a red chalk effect mm. on a whiteboard. or So it's been labelled as uh, being like a Chewitz wrapper. Are you sure you mean, what, that top one? Yeah. That's, really? Yeah, that's what the church wrappers look like. Okay. And cause f- um, But from a distance, it looks pink. It's actually, it's red and white, isn't it? Mm. It is red and white. Let me just see. I'm blurring my eyes. Uh, it looks a little bit, to me, it looks a bit more like cartoon bacon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the shirt features... A, a Brighton and Hove Albion logo, but all in white. Yeah. It's a really cool logo, actually. Well, the generally the Brighton... Well, this particular one. I like, does it? Does the the current one have the seagulls on it as well? Um, do you know what? I can't... Oh, hang on. I think I've... No, it doesn't. No. No. No, it just says Brighton and Albion. Yeah. Okay, so this one uh, has the seagulls. Yeah. So you, I suppose you choose, you can either call us Brighton and Hove Albion or you can call us the Seagulls, it's up to you. Yeah. Um, and the second affair is a similar, similar to the, the Chewit, but it this is more... Pebble Dash? Like Pebble Dash, wavy. Yeah. Um, red and white, but with a, like, no bow on what is like a whiteboard. Yeah. <laughs> essentially yeah good branding for yeah. Nobo, isn't it? and and w- with a logo that looks almost like sega yes yeah it's very blocky and i like that shirt as well so do you really not like these two kits um i mean they i'm in terms of being memorable they're definitely like two of the most memorable brighton shirts ever so I, i'd put them I prefer them to a lot of the other way kits where I can't even like remember them off the top of my head. Um, just they're a bit of an assault on the eyes, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. They're loud. They're very loud. They are loud. loud. Yeah, yeah. I, I could imagine you absolutely nailing both of these shirts. Um, I think... I on would, the school run. I, <laughs> I, I reckon I'd wear that first one in Hawaiian shirt form. Yeah? What? You'd cut it down the middle? <laughs> no, as in, if that... If that they made that into a Hawaiian shirt, I'd be up for that. Okay. What I would ask is, did every single shirt have best wishes? <laughs> um, probably the Walla Walla one. Yeah. Yeah. Fancy giving it to me? No. But then after then, mm-hmm. I think is even 
cooler. Potentially mm. cooler. Uh, more seaside. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Gone for a definite maritime vibe. So let's just put ourselves in the boardroom meeting. Yeah. Right. We need a new kit. Yeah. So. Ribeiro are up for doing whatever. We we know that from the away brilliant. kits. Well, yeah. what, what I was thinking was Brighton are on the coast, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you go to the beach, what do you wear? Swimming trunks. Yeah, it's usually stripy ones. Yeah. Should we... Brighton wear stripy, striped shirts. Just... Should we just do a... You could do one bit of material. Yeah, just all in one? Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Shortest sh- shorts... Yeah. ...ever. Blue and white stripe... Yeah. ...all over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is... ...the pinnacle of Brighton kits. And I think this kind of this shows our difference in mm, fashion. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, and they're striped shorts. Striped shorts. Logos on opposite side. Okay. Yeah, I didn't spot that. Yeah. Yeah. So, when was this? Nineteen ninety-one, something like that. Ninety-two, around then. Give this person a knighthood. Whoever thought of this is fantastic. It looks. Like uh, an all-in-one that you might find on ASOS now, (laughs) doesn't it? Yeah, a romper suit. Romper. Even the haircut goes. It's back in now. Yeah. Who's this chap? Um, I think that is Johnny Byrne, who does a lot of the. uh... Oh well, actually, that answers the best wishes, Johnny Byrne. Was it him? Yeah. Okay. Um. So TSB Bank, they got involved on this yeah. kit. Big fans. How long did it last? I think just one season. I, I think because then we had that monstrosity the following season, which I will come on to that. Yeah. Um. Can you remember what the general? Fe- well, actually, you were way too young. Yeah, yeah. But would you know five, what the yeah. general feeling towards the striped shorts kit would have been? No, I not yeah, not then. I think now I know that everyone thought it was an absolute pile of crap. <laughs> uh, what we're learning quite quickly is that Brighton have dabbled with how how to make stripes yeah. different yeah, season I mean, to season. Yeah, I mean how I think it is hard in terms of how much you can do with blue and white. They've deviated a few times. And sometimes it's gone all right, sometimes not so much. Well, the following year, they've mm. gone right. We've done deck chairs. <laughs> How do you describe this next one? Butchers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the next one, again, I'm a big fan. Really? Yeah. Well, I would go short sleeves, but it's uh, the first of the sand text. Mm-hmm. Masonry paint suppliers, Santex. Right. I didn't know. I didn't know. Mm. Maybe this is one that I like because this is the first, this would have been the first Brighton shirt I ever saw. Okay. Ever. It was also the shirt that my favourite Brighton striker of all time wore in his in his photo that we posted. Who was that? Jeff? Yeah. All oh, right. Mr. Minton was wearing this, this Santex. All oh, right. But I remember, I remember this shirt from... A lot of my anecdotes from, from back in the day come from church, but I remember mm. this. 
seeing a drummer at church wearing a Samtex. Uh, wait, which one are you looking at? Here? This one. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one you do hate, yeah? Yeah. yeah. The following one is great. So what, uh, what, what don't you like about the all blue sleeves? And then pinstripe. Pinstripe pajama shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, yeah, that's exactly what it is. It looks like pajamas. Uh, and who was the kit provider there? Was that still Ribeiro? I think it might still be Ribeiro. No, yeah, you are right. Yeah, it is. A, I can see the logo. Mm. The Ribeiro logo is almost like a poor man's Nike tick, mm. isn't it? Mm. More angular. Uh, which, again, only lasted a year. Yeah. So every every summer, the boardroom are going, right, we need another kit. I think it's probably more that like whoever the supplier was made one season's worth of them and then they ran out. Ribeiro probably went out of business. Okay. I think that's the likelihood. Okay. So after that season, they've gone, right, mm. we've done we've done everything yeah. seaside that you could do. <laughs> Let's go back to basics. Let's go basics. Let's get the big players mm. of kits in the 90s. Well, mm. probably the 80s, wasn't it? Yeah, Admiral. Yeah. yeah. Let's had, get the big players in. Admiral had the England kit. Uh, in the kind of late 70s, early 80s. Yeah, 1986, yeah. I think, was the England kit. And they, uh, but yeah, by the 90s, I don't know if many teams had them. No. Um, I think we're starting to see a bit of Reebok in the mid 90s. Yeah, good shout. Yeah. Good shout. So they bring the big boys in. And Santex, just go back to Tesco value bags. Mm. Just a blue and white stripe. So you're a big fan of this. Yeah. I'd say it's more basic than. The other yeah, again, cl- this shows our differences. <laughs> it's classic. Yeah, it's it is classic. Yeah, I would love that shirt as well. Yeah, they do like a. Uh, they do uh, uh, like so they got quite. They sell quite a lot of these in the club shop, but without the the manufacturer. Without bit. Admiral, uh, Admiral, and it's a bit annoying. Cause you can't. You cannot find that kit online for less than about two hundred pounds because hardly yeah. hardly them would have been made. They probably made about five hundred, mm. and either everyone's either like thrown them out or to yeah. get like one of them on eBay, and it's worth absolutely so fortune. It's got Santex, as it in the club yeah. shop. How do you feel about those ones? They are what they're called score draw, aren't they? Usually these retro shirts. All right, yeah, they, and they got quite a few of them in the in the Brighton. They, I think they've got one of the Nobo ones actually. I'm not a big fan of it not having. Admiral or no, I mean, on it. So in that photo I showed you of uh, Danny Welbeck, it's missing the Adidas. Yeah. And it does look just kind of a bit like a... It's nice. Looks like just a piece of merch. They sorted the collar out. Oh, yeah. 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 Not having that again. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, they, you can buy them. There's like websites you can buy all of these yeah. types of shirts. You know, famously, the bruised banana Arsenal... Oh yeah, shirt yeah. which is vote often voted the most popular football shirt of mm, all time. Did mm. you know that? No, I quite like it. Arsenal are very very good at retro kits. Yeah, and not much else. <laughs> yeah. These days, that I think they spend more money on marketing on, yeah, on, on the retro kits. shirts. Yeah, they're more of just like a a shirt manufacturer. They always pull in Ian Wright as well to redo yeah. it. He is a good looking man though. Yeah, he's um, aged okay. well, isn't he? Mm, yeah. Um, Santex. Back to Santex. <laughs> uh, the away kit. How did you feel about that? It's just a yellow. It looks a little bit goalkeeper to mm, me. I quite like it. 
It's got like a bit of a bit of a pattern going on. Now this looks like a kit that a school team are still using now. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And they would have what what uh, the aforementioned friend of the show Josh would call puff puff shorts, where they're really short but they're kind of out. Mm-hmm. And we used yes. To, and yeah. we used to argue as kids. Uh, who would have to wear the two pairs of puff puff shorts because there weren't ever enough in the mm. bag. Um, okay, so after after these, uh, Brighton have moved up at the at this point in time. They've moved to Gillingham. Yeah. So you know that obviously warrants a new kit. Yeah, and also again, barely a pot to piss in. So it's like they get in Super League to make their kits. In, in, <laughs> is that really what it is? Yeah. Um, an interesting thing, actually, is uh, you notice that uh, I've, uh, one of the versions of that kit has the um, the sponsor bit was left kind of blank because they were trying to get a different sponsor to Sandtext. Okay. Um, and so they left it, the very early versions of it was left blank. And then um, they couldn't find anyone else to sponsor them. So okay. they ended up having to literally get like a sticker of of the Santex logo. Wow! And this is the kit that the players wore, wow. <laughs> like ironed on. Um, okay, so. But it came with a. It came with a launch. It came with a launch, yeah. and we're going to hear about that launch straight after this. It used to be we're in the North Stand, North Stand, North Stand, North Stand up the Albion, Albion, Albion. <laughs> so, how? Does a team from the lower leagues, mm-hmm. like Brighton, mm-hmm. launch a new kit well, at their stadium in Gillingham? <laughs> so, for a bit of uh, background, so Dick Knight had become chairman. He um, he had made his money in advertising. So, uh, do you remember the, the Wonderbra Hello Boys advert? I do. Yeah, so he that was him. He came up with that. <laughs> came up with yeah that was him that was his marketing company did that and that was, that was his that... he's not getting away with something like that nowadays is he <laughs> but he that's how he made his money actually pretty much from that advert to be honest but wow um, so yeah he was a bit of a he was always a bit of a genius with the marketing for such a, a kind of low budget club we did always have pretty good branding as we're about to find yeah. out now cue background music who is this that's playing right now? Is it Louise? It's Louise. <laughs> uh, for, former member of Eternal. Yeah, oh, yeah, forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. The fourth member. Yeah. I'd say at this point, she's a pretty big deal. And why are we playing Louise? Because she was part of a three pronged <laughs> attack, <laughs> a three, three pronged uh, marketing launch i very much have her as a, the wing a, a one of the wingers mm-hmm. so yes yeah, she well the thing that comes with it is louise gets her kit off yep dot 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 the club shop yep. <laughs> <laughs> you've heard about wonder brass yeah. uh and the other two uh in, in this three-pronged attack are um local celebrity mm-hmm Katie Jordan Price. Yep. Um, 
who would have been just on the cusp of fame. Yeah, I'd say so. This would have been page three. Yeah. Katie yeah. Price. Because I reckon around this time, you're starting to see all the like Loaded and FHM. They're starting to get quite big, aren't they? And, the and stuff. the, shall we say, false nine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a, a miss, well, a, a Mr. Sir Lenny. Yeah. Henry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so Jordan and Louise Redknapp, as she became, they're they're both like from Sussex, so there was like some connection. I think um, I was saying to you the other day. I, I think the connection with Lenny Henry was that um, he he played a character in a TV show. Who supported Brighton? <laughs> that, that was it. That's the that's the only connection. Imagine being Lenny Henry. Yeah. I can't right now. I'm off to save some Africans. <laughs> uh, perfect setup for an office quote there. Um, he is wearing the full kit and additional gloves. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have thought they'd say, "Look, Lenny, can you just get rid of the gloves?" Do it just... inside. Just do it inside. If it's that cold. <laughs> Uh, he's he looks very happy. Yeah, he's a, he's a pro, isn't he? Yeah, but how much would you pay Lenny Henry to come and wear your kit? I d- I doubt Brian would pay much for that. So is that, is that Lenny doing that because he's a decent bloke? Could be. Or have they have Brighton promised some money to come at release? How much do, do you reckon? So you've got Louise, Lenny Henry, and Katie Price. Do you reckon they split it three ways, or do you reckon there was a bit of? Do you reckon Le- Louise is getting more than? Jordan? What year was this? 1997. I would imagine that Louise is getting the most money there. Yeah, do you reckon? Because, well, Eternal um, would have been around 95, 96. Yeah. And Louise became Louise Redknapp in, what, 98? Yeah, I mean, her... Um... So her hit song "Naked" was in 1996. So we're talking, we're, we're pretty much talking the peak of her. Yeah, so the peak yeah, of Louise yeah. Flame. Yeah. She she's still on her way back, I think. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she's headlining some local festival. Okay. I, she's always headlining a local festival. So my my main uh, so I did see her. They had this thing called Party in the Park in Brighton, which was hosted by Southern FM. Mm-hmm. I remember that. And uh, Louise, she I'm pretty sure she headlined that. Any idea who else you saw? Um, nine one one. Good. Definitely saw nine one one. I've got a feeling Adam Rickett played. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Adam Rickett was in nine one one briefly. No, Adam Rickett was in Corrie. Oh, excellent. Yeah. I mean, he had like you know they all had the same haircut. Yeah. Um. The kind of thing that Five probably also play. I, I think Five are too big a deal at that point. For party in the park. Yeah, they are, and, they, and also we're talking about. I know we're absolute bad boys. They're not. They turn, they're not turning up at party in the park. No, they're probably causing nonsense on SMTV yeah. Live. Yeah. <laughs> um. Did you ever watch the program where they like got like um, loads of boy bands back together? Yeah, and they're like. All the other bands were like having like really emotional chats and stuff. Five just went out on the lash. I do remember it. Yeah. yeah. And they're just having shots. With Rich from Five. 
uh, I'm pretty sure that five was quite soon three. Yeah, in I, that show. Okay. I th- they all not all of them got back. Ah, oh, right. Okay. I actually know uh, quite a lot of five raps still to this day. <laughs> I bet you do. <laughs> do you want me to do it? Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> do it at the end. I'll put it on the end. <laughs> okay. Uh, we all sausage bites it. We all going up in the cup. We sausage bites it. I think we left off the bit in uh, the Louise promo where it says, again, I don't think you get away with this in 2021, the best looking face ever in an Albion shirt, <laughs> but not the most striking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And also, um, like, I, I looking at, I don't feel like she's that comfortable. Like, she's kind of just got like a pair of jeans on, hands in pockets, kind of like, yeah. I don't really want to do this. It's well, it is it is quite a nineties uh, pose. Mm, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. yeah, I could imagine that pose being in uh, McKay's. Probably don't know what that is. No, it's like a nineties um, mum type of age shop. Okay, there used to be one in Little Hampton. Okay, oh, like a Peacock's. All oh, right, okay, yeah, similar to that. We'll we'll leave that. <laughs> so Super League. <laughs> it's not the Super League. No. <laughs> Imagine if the reason why there were breakaway clubs was because they got done in from making a bunch of kits. Yeah. <laughs> that Real Madrid made the kit for Brighton Hove Albion where they got the local restaurant Donatello yeah. to sponsor. So I I love this kit. I'm assuming that you had this kit. This is around the time you might have started um, buying Albion kits. No, I think my first one was probably the next one, actually. Okay. Um, yeah, so I... Yeah. The partly... Uh, so Donatello is literally just an Italian restaurant in Brighton. It's not like a chain of restaurants. No. It's literally one Italian restaurant in Brighton. They must have been doing quite well. So Donatello is the place where loads of people go for like... Uh, birthdays and work nights out is that kind of place yeah can you describe to me where it is I'm almost certain I've been there it's but I... very near it's really near Brighton Town Hall it's in the lanes uh, does it have is it an upstairs does it have an upstairs yeah I think so yeah I'm, I'm yeah. almost certain I had a birthday yeah. there yeah uh, it's a, a, an easy pizza or pasta job isn't that it that kind of place yeah yeah and they remained shirt sponsor for how long? Just the one season? Just or? that one season. They've always had a bit of a connection. They've always had like they you know, they've always had a bit of a link. So I think in one of the kits they had when you started being able to like, have like second sponsors, they would have a bit of Donatello somewhere on the kit. They uh, they've always had a bit of a link with the club. Okay. Um so but I really like that kit. I think that this is the last time the kit was cool. Dreckham? Yeah. I feel like it's going to break your heart a little bit. Yeah, because none of the area ones. Well, we're going to come on to that. Yeah. Uh, there are reasons why. Go on. Okay, fair enough. Okay, so so Brighton, this, this is the last time it looks really 90s. Yeah. I mean, that probably was 1999. Yes. <laughs> oh, was it? Uh, I reckon 98, 98-99 season. I now, I don't know... <laughs> About you, but I just think that when we crossed the millennium threshold, mm-hmm. 
graphic design really took a turn into the the future. Mm. Now, let me phrase this with, or, or, or pin it with WWE. Okay. I, as you Definite know... something I can understand. Yes. So that, as you know, I've been working my way... Th- well, throughout lockdown, I watched every Raw yep. from 1997 to 2002. Wow, okay. Yeah, it took yep. a while. A lot of baths. <laughs> <laughs> But what I noticed about it was that the artwork and the presentation became a lot more rounded and futuristic Yes. Yeah. after the millennium. Yeah. Everything was blo- like uh, in the 90s, it was all blocks and... Um, like graffiti, graffiti yeah. style. Yeah, and it looked a lot more street. Yeah. And then you had... Like curved. If you th- think back to, and I, I reckon quite a lot of people that listen to this probably also remember '90s wrestling, but the SmackDown arena looked a yes. lot more futuristic. Yeah. Than the Raw one. Yes, it did. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Coming back to football, I think there is a synergy in. You look at this picture, the Donatello. Mm-hmm. Looks pretty '90s. To the Skint logo. Yes. The Skint logo has always reminded me of WWF SmackDown 2 on PlayStation 1. <laughs> Actually, you've got a really good point. You have got a really good point. Like, I could, yeah, the you can picture that font saying, like, The Undertaker. Yeah. WWF Champion, The Undertaker. Yeah. Yeah. And that is, for me, where I sign off on... Wow, okay. On this particular episode. <laughs> so, I, you know, thanks, Fat Boy Slim, for mm. your record label. But for me, this reminds me of being at school and being bullied by oh. a boy, a Brighton fan, who oh. wore that most days to school what? instead of his uniform. Oh, okay. Is that and allowed? No. It, by neither's bullying. But. No Fs given. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so so he's he's bought the centenary kit, so he's, he's respecting heritage, <laughs> but, but not, not much else. Yeah, not the rules. Yeah, so so Skint came on board for quite a while. Yeah, the sponsors for most of the with Dean period. There was something about the two thousand kits in general that I I'm not so sure on. Football kits in the nineties were definitely better. Than the yeah. 2000, like without that, and then you, you started to see after kind of 2010, you started to get like some more like fr- throwback kits to like the 80s and 90s. Yes. I think they realised, like, I can't think of a single like iconic kit from the 2000s at all. No, so staying on the Brighton thing, the skin logo changed every season, is what something I noticed. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. So it went from WWF SmackDown to, to really blocky, very yeah, really blocky. And it's perhaps we should have had a graphic design expert on mm. to talk about the 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 design changes yeah. or whether there was more programs available. But it's I mean, like they were trying anything. Well, with the first one, the first skin one, like. I'm not sure you can massively tell that it says skin from like a distance. 
Yeah, I see what you mean. It You're does look a little bit like it just says skin. Yeah. Skunk Nancy's skin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so maybe they went for the blocky one to make it more visible on football shirts. Because I think the skint logo remained, as in the general skin logo, was always that first one. Oh, wow. But I think they kind of adapted it for football kits, maybe. Yeah, I just thought, that I, all, I always thought that skint looked a bit cheap. Well, I feel like I might be offending some Brighton fans here. Uh, well, do let us know. Maybe, maybe you completely. Uh, I mean, maybe I'm completely wrong. Cheaper than a local Italian restaurant. I love it. I, <laughs> I love mean, it. it's it's really. Uh, I'd say, it it would, if you took all the football kits from that from pretty from that season, it would be like it would stand up there. Like it, it looks like a really good level kit. Yeah. Um. What I think we should do following this episode we are going to carry on but it 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 gets a lot more um uniform yeah i think that the stripes they stay fairly block stripes Mm -hmm. all the way through the area would you call it is that how you describe it is that pronounced area uh it all stays blocky the the sky blue wasn't Mm. great was it it's a little bit huddersfield i'm not keen on that at all what? Why not? Because of the of the colour. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know why they ended up with sky blue? Why? They made a mistake in the factory. Oh, that that is very Brighton. Yeah, seriously, they go. They get. They supply. Brighton ordered the wrong colour blue. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> uh, so um, they. They kind of stayed like that. The away kits differed slightly. Mm. You had one kit with a Fatboy Slim album, Palookaville, yeah, actually yeah. on it. Yeah. And also, the stadium got called Palookaville for the whole season, or for one Just game? one game, yeah. Was that to coincide with album an launch. album launch? Yeah, yeah. And they had, so they brought out that kit for, is originally for that game, um, just for that game. And, uh, for some reason, it was a really popular kit, so they ended up releasing it and ended up becoming like the away kit. So, are we expecting this week's home game against Wolves to be at the Typhoons Stadium? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I mean, it—they it, were always up for a bit of a mad PR thing. Um, I don't think particularly if that was him. I think they kind of let him if he wanted to launch an album in the game they're like yeah fine fair enough um i i did actually buy that kit um thinking it was quite cool but um it's, it was made of that like really like stretchy material that loads of kits were in that period like all the kappa yeah. ones were i was gonna say kappa um which look all right on a professional athlete yeah but if you're not a professional athlete it just hugs yeah. All, all, all your contours. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Not great for a side-on picture. No. Um, and yeah, I remember it lo- actually, it was really bad quality. I remember it kind of, it got all frayed not so, long after. The Brighton body con suit. Yeah. It was, yeah. Again, yeah, I think if you were a professional athlete, it probably looked all right, but. but not. Neither of us are. No. So don't send us that kit. No. I'll end up having to buy another personal trainer for a year. <laughs> uh, and, and then the Brighton and Hove Jobs came in as a sponsor. 
We're getting a lot more modern. Yeah. Uh, there's not much to say on them. No, I, I've generally not really liked any of... I, th- I think the first Amex kit was all right with the kind of gold trim, um, which was the Brighton Hove Jobs one. Um, but I've not really been that fussed about any of the. I quite like. I quite like the current kit. At least they're doing something a bit different. I did. Uh, well, you might not like the kit, but did you like the way they launched a particular season in a swimming pool? <laughs> I've forgotten. I've got an ascending that one. Yeah. But yeah. What uh, what kit was that again? Was it was it, it was the a, sky blue it one? Was, no, it was a. a an Amex kit. Ah. So, American yes, it Expe- was. Yeah. Express. It was the first Nike kit. Oh. Yeah. Well, it's a strange photo op because it's all three kits. Yeah. Just the lads heading down to the pool. Yeah. Dip the toes in. What are you, you going to wear? Probably the shirt. <laughs> but all different ones. Yeah, what shirt are you wearing? I was going to wear blue. Oh, don't do that. Uh, so we've got uh, Bruno. Yeah. Loire Loire. And uh, Jake Forster Caskey. Yep. All just hanging out in a pool. Yeah. Do you think they chose those three because they were big names or because they were the best looking? Jake Forster Caskey uh, was... They used him for a lot of their promo stuff. He's a good looking lad, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. So you, do you know he's... Uh, his backstory, Jake Forster Casker. Can you uh, tell by the names? Well, I could guess. But so, so he's the son of Darren Kasky. Right. Who played for Reading. Um, and uh, he's the stepson of Nicky Forster. Fantastic. Yeah, so um, who I'm pretty sure would have played together at Reading at the same time. So. so yeah, read between the lines. Yeah. Um, Mum so, likes footballers. <laughs> so he definitely was uh, originally when he first broke into the. First, he's I think he was Bright. He's Brighton's youngest ever player, um, and he was that at that point known as just as Jake Caskey, and then he adopted the the Forster Caskey name. He was a really big prospect. He played for England on the twenty ones, um, but then uh, it kind of just didn't quite work out. He plays for Charlton now. Just won their player of the season. It's well good, done, good, Jake. Yeah, he's a good player. And he is, yeah, he is a good-looking lad. And I think they, they definitely used him a lot in their promo and stuff. They, and they knew that as well. Yeah. Uh, so that kit was a little bit notorious for being quite clearly out of the Nike catalogue yeah. that you or I could have designed. Yeah. So the home one, I think, was reasonably bespoke. But the the, the logo, the Amex logo, was definitely like stuck on. An iron on. Yeah. Um, and like yeah, the away and uh, particularly the third kit, you could lit. Someone did um, basically make his own version of it for about fifteen quid. Why not? Yeah. Why not? And they're probably selling them in Turkey. Yeah. Have you ever bought one of those at a market? Well, like a fake. Yeah. No, I haven't. No. I bought a I bought a Real Madrid. Why? I bought a Real Madrid one. Well, I really liked Gareth Bale. What I will say is um, the. Uh, in places like Spain, like actual football kits are really expensive. Like real, like if you go to like the Barcelona shop or something, they're like seventy euros or something like that. Oh, wow. Really expensive in Europe football kits. And I mean, actually, they're, not, they're not much cheaper here these days. No, but if you look at a lot of like European crowds, like actually, not that many 
of the fans are wearing the kits because like they are just really or they'll be all wearing an old one or something like that yeah. it's not i don't think it's as big a thing to like get the new kit type thing no but they are drinking beer yeah 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 <laughs> um okay we we're kind of coming to land yeah uh, we are i want to finish with one one story about uh, uh one of our friends mm-hmm. um who was brought in by the club to perhaps launch mm-hmm. the kit yeah. Um, so uh, good old Ben Thatcher, the drummer of Royal Blood. Yeah. Uh, I went to school with Ben. Mm-hmm. Um, I've grown up with Ben, one of my closest friends. I wouldn't have had him down as perhaps king of geography. <laughs> uh, <laughs> tell me what happened. Uh, so must have been. Uh, I can't remember what year it was, but I guess Royal Blood were definitely like a big deal at this point definitely reached that kind of level and they were doing a gig in uh i think melbourne in australia um and uh they'd arranged for him to basically launch the new away kit which is a a yellow one um and as i understand he released it about a day earlier than he should have done (laughs) which you know fair play to him he launched it on the correct date yeah in Australia. In Australia. <laughs> Where, you know, perhaps he was the birthplace of a lot of um, Aussie Seagulls fans. Mm. I mean, he quite often, he has like a, a Brighton, the Brighton badge on his drum sometimes. He does, yeah. 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 That or um, the... Rustington. Two, Rustington or the bad guys from Home Alone. <laughs> so, yeah, I've really enjoyed the journey through kits. Mm. What I think we should do, Tom is I'm going to set you a bit of social media homework. Okay. So what I'd like you to do is we'll we'll take uh, a few days each and I'd like us to do our own top threes. All right. Yeah, I can do Maybe that. Maybe top three, top five. Yeah. You choose. Of, of just Brighton of just or Just Brighton any? kits. Okay. We can expand it to any perhaps mm. after, but let's stay with Brighton kits. Um, and then we can review that next week. Okay. And, uh, what you know, if you're listening and you agree or disagree with what we're saying... Um, that's good. Yeah. But do email in your top. Let's go with your top five Albion yeah, kits. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, show at albionbeanandgone. Dot mm-hmm. com. I noticed that this has been the longest episode that we've done so far. Oh yeah. That is. <laughs> <laughs> that tells you a lot about. Uh, well, perhaps our knowledge of football. Mm. Yeah. De- I. So I definitely prefer. Uh, Everything that's kind of around football. Yeah, absolutely. To actual football. Yeah, I 100% agree. That's the same way about most of my life. Yeah. I definitely prefer the walk-ins in wrestling to the matches. Yeah, I mean, with wrestling, the best bit is the intro and the finisher. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Similar to this. Mm. Uh, Much prefer the press conference before. (laughs) Yeah. Right, we will see you next week. We for our penultimate episode, yep. I believe. Yeah, or is it the last? I can't even work out. Something like that. I've got either one or two left this season. I can't remember. It's very, very professional in the <laughs> office. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll see you then. Bye. Bye bye. Ahead for the first time in the game, with seconds remaining, surely that's all three points for the visitors.